Hello fellow movie lovers, it's me again, Arwen Baker, and I too love movies. I've always been interested in film, so I've seen all sorts of movies. There's so many movies out there to choose from, so how am I supposed to know what to watch? I've always been interested in movies, but I'm absolutely horrible at making decisions. But, lo and behold, I'm here to help both you and myself to pick a movie to watch for all genres of film. This is What The Flip. It's February. You know what that means. My birthday. But that's irrelevant. It is also Valentine's Day. Everyone in a relationship being all lovey-dovey and disgusting. And all of us single folks crying at home in a pile of Kleenexes. Ah, the best and worst holiday. Most single people just end up chilling at home, wallowing in self-pity and wishing they could be in a romance movie. Like me. I do that. Not gonna lie. Since most boys, or girls, suck and break up with their significant other before Valentine's Day, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be at home spending your time watching romance movies before they ask you out again after Valentine's Day, and you end up running right back to them because you don't have good taste in men. Or women. Whichever. And since you wish your love life was impossibly perfect, you probably are going to watch the most perfect teen romance because you just want to be a teenager in love. Well, I am here to help you. Not for your breakup, but I can help you know what teen romance movie to watch and cry to. Personally, I like extremely overdramatic romance movies. I know this goes against everything I've ever said in my podcast, but I really do feel like for a romance movie to be good, it's gotta be unrealistic. That's because in reality, love and relationships kinda suck. But people don't want it to suck, so they watch movies to make love seem like this big extraordinary thing and make it as excessive and unrealistic as possible. So today I'm going to find the absolute best teen romance. To do that, I've narrowed it down to a list of 10 movies. I chose the movies I did based off of general popularity throughout teens. For a movie to be the absolute best, it definitely has to be popular. Now I've also decided to ask my hopeless romantic friend Ellen Jackson what the best teen romance movie is. I'm sure she'll know. Ellen is probably the most loving person I've ever met, and not to be mean, she is a bit emotional, so she definitely feels things very deeply. So I feel like Ellen is definitely the person to go to to figure out the best teen romance movie. Ellen Jackson. Hi. <laughs> okay, Ellen, why do you think romance movies are so good? Because in a way it gives like a little bit of fantasy. Like, if I'm being honest, half the stuff in romance movies don't ever happen in real life. Yeah. But it's like really nice to just get that aspect of, oh, this could happen or just watching it happen to other people. Yeah. I mean, that's why I watch them and like, I'm lonely <laughs> and I'm single. Same. So this Valentine's Day, that's my plan, is and to just watch it. The second movie to All the Boys I've Loved Before is coming out on Valentine's Day too. Yeah. So 
Just watch that. Yeah. Galentine's okay. Day. So what is your favorite teen romance movie? I think it's To All the Boys I've Loved Before, just because it's like, it's really relatable. And like what I do, which is like, this is probably kind of weird, but I write down like a lot of stuff in my notes to like what I would say to people. Like I don't write them out on paper. But in a way, that's like what she did. And like she wrote all her love letters to the boys she's ever liked and then just kept them in a little box, but then her sister sent them out. Yeah. But like, I just keep everything in my notes, which is kind of weird. But. <laughs> it's definitely got some relatability to it because like whenever I was younger, I had a diary that I kept. Oh yeah. And it was stupid. I literally, I remember I had like a list of boys that I had a crush on mm. because I was so stupid. That's what I'd do. I'd draw little hearts by their exactly. names in the yearbook or something. Yeah. Like it could happen, but like it's also got that good amount of like unrealisticness yeah. to it. So it makes it good because I feel like for all romance movies, it's gotta be unrealistic. Yeah, just be. a little bit. <laughs> because like whenever you're actually in a relationship, there's certain parts of it that yeah. suck. <laughs> That's just how it is. But you wanna be in that that happy relationship. Yeah, so you like seeing the good and not the bad. Yeah. And that's what usually happens in romance relationships, but there's a slight conflict, but in the end, they still end up together and they still end up loving each other. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of teens can relate to it too because usually in high school and in, and in college is when like relationships really start like becoming serious. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of teens and young adults really like romance movies a little bit more because they can almost relate to it in a way. Yeah. A lot of other romance movies are like middle-aged people. <laughs> and yeah. that is not something that is relatable to teens. Yeah. And this podcast is mainly going out to like high school students. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they, they're not going to like any of those other romance movies that have to do with people like over the age of 20 <laughs> or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't know, there's just a lot of good thing, like good movies on like Netflix and Hulu, like all the little love stories. Yeah. And you know, they're just fun to watch because you can live out your fantasy through somebody else's life and you don't have to deal with the conflict of relationships. Yeah. Because you can just watch it happen. And then you can get mad at them for making the wrong choice, but then yeah. in the end it still works out. Exactly. Like, in To All the Boys I've Loved Before, I really like that movie because everything just works out in the end. Yeah. It's just such a happy movie, also. Also the cast in that movie. Oh, I think yeah. they did good casting it. Like, a lot of people don't like Noah Centineo, but, but I mean, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I think it was a really good fit. And because he's like, I'm not gonna lie, he's attractive, and that's what really like makes it a part of the movie because he was like one of the popular kids who was yeah. dating like the popular girl. And Laura Jean was just like, like she wasn't really popular, she was kind of a nerd. And in a way that like, it's kind of basic, but it adds a twist yeah. to it because they end up falling in love in the end. Yeah, that's what makes a good love story. Yeah. That's how a lot of them are. That's like the standard like, oh, nerdy girl likes this jock. The jock dates this cheerleader or whatever <laughs> it is. And then they break up and then the nerd and the jock fall in love. But like it always works, it yeah. seems like. But yeah, there was definitely a twist to it because they didn't just 
stick to that standard of the, her like dropping her books or something, which I think that might have happened. I don't know. <laughs> it did, but like it was for I believe it was for like her faking it, like because they were pretending to fall in love and then yeah, they actually did. Yeah, and that's what makes the whole thing different. Yeah, and that's like. I think the directors and like writers did a really good job of incorporating that in and then also having to do with like when they went on the ski trip or whatever and then everyone started making up rumors about them and stuff like yeah. that. Like that's something that regularly happens mm -hmm. in a high school. Yeah. It's not something that just like doesn't ever happen. Mm -hmm. Like Especially with relationships too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like romance movies have to have some sort of relatability to them, but that's that's how like all movies are. Yeah. Like for a movie to be good, you have to be able to like relate to it in some way. But it also sets its romance. You want it to be unrealistic. You want it to be something that like you want to happen, but it's kind of not feasible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even for like other movies like um, High School Musical. Like, I thought high school was going to be so much, like, different than what it actually is. Yeah. Like, not, like, dancing and singing in the hallways, but, like, a lot more drama yeah, and, like conflict exciting. and everything. Yeah. And, like, just a lot more stuff happening, but it's, like, just kind of laid back. It's nothing, like, too crazy. Yeah. But, like, if they made the movies how it actually is in real life, I think it would yeah, be Yeah, nobody would... Because no one wants to see something that they have to live through every day. Yeah. Like that that would just be a boring movie. And even then there's movies still like that do incorporate stuff that you do in your everyday life, but they make it more interesting and more relatable to certain types of people. Yeah. So it needs to be relatable but not like over the top like basic relatable. Yeah. What is your main reason for that being your favorite romance movie? I feel like, in a way, I can relate to it, but also in a way I can't. So it's like I get to watch these two people who like pretend to fall in love because I've done that like in maybe I don't know second grade or something to make like my little ex-boyfriend jealous or something, and. I think I ended up liking the dude, I don't even know, but it was just funny to see it like actually happen in a movie in high school. Yeah. And the way that the actors, um, like the connection they had towards each other and the way like they portrayed that in the movie was really good to the point where it was believable in real life too. If I'm, I think they might have dated in real life. I think they did. Yeah, so that's just like another ironic thing like, oh, we're gonna pretend to fall in love. Yeah. And like we're gonna act to fall in love in this movie, but then they actually fall in love in real life. Yeah.
right guys, there it is. To all the boys I've loved before, all time best teen romance. Now I love that movie. Honestly, I could definitely agree with Ellen that that's the all time best. That movie might have made me cry, if I'm being honest with you, <laughs> but it's such a good movie. If I had to choose a teen romance movie to live in, it would probably be that movie because everything works out in the end. And that's how I want it to be in real life. That's how everybody else wants it to be in real life, probably. Like if you want your love life to be crappy, then that's kind of weird, dude. Now that movie is on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, go watch it. It's really good. It's got that one dude, Noah Centineo. Some people don't like him. He's kind of weird, but I mean, I think he's cool. He's a good actor. And that was kind of his breakout movie, so I think that's super dope. Alright guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of What the Flick. Hopefully you now know what teen romance movie to watch, and tune in March 13th for the next episode of What the Flick. This is Arwen Baker, signing off.